What if it was possible to have local fresh groceries delivered right to your door? Think of all the free time you'd have. Well, Instacart gives unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Forgot that special ingredient in your favorite dish? Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as fast as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area, and save time and money. I've been using Instacart for over three years. I started using them in Arizona, and I'm using them here in Florida. I love the time-saving convenience. They pick the freshest products, and they keep my eggs safe, too. To receive your first delivery free, follow the link in the show notes so that Instacart knows that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Welcome to Empowered Within, a soul-quenching, transformational podcast that will set your soul on fire through candid and inspiring conversations Leading experts, celebrities, healers, and I share our journeys of how we've overcome challenges to living an empowered life from within. I'm your host, Jennifer Pilates. Welcome to another episode of Empowered Within. Hi there, and welcome to the show. I am honored to have with us today's guest, Anne Hintz. When Anne was 19, she woke one morning to find her mother passed away in the bathroom. 20 years later, the tears from that trauma were still lurking under the surface. Anne found a simple technique that helped her release these emotions. Anne has developed the ability to sense inside her body and release physical tension stored in her connective tissue using solely the focus of her mind. Anne has found that seeking out the truth, what we truly feel, and accepting those feelings is the key to inner peace. Welcome to the show, Anne. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. I'm so honored to have you. So take me back to that moment where your 20 years worth of trauma came back up to you. What was the result of that? Well, it came to me through a business altercation with a couple of other mothers. And I was in my late 30s at the time, and they thought I'd done something wrong. And they were very confident, self-assured women, and I was not. And it just went over and over in my mind because they thought I'd done something wrong and I didn't think I had. And I couldn't sleep for days. And that's when I realized that maybe, you know, other people don't do this. Maybe this is a little weird. And maybe there's something from my childhood that I need to start looking at because it reminded me of how I would react when my dad would tell me I'd done something wrong and I didn't think I had. So that was kind of the first inkling. But then... Fairly soon after that, and I don't remember the timeframes, but I actually went to a doctor's appointment and he was a holistic physician and he recognized I was more stressed than I should be for where I was because I was a stay-at-home mother with two young boys. So it should have been okay, but he asked me my stress level on a zero through 10 scale and I said it was an eight. And then he asked me why. And it was that question that I knew then that it was from my mother's death 20 years earlier at this point, because the tears were still just under the surface. Wow, that is so touching. So was it through this doctor's appointment that helped you to develop this mind technique? What brought you down that avenue? Yeah, he actually used this technique with me. It's called emotional freedom technique called EFT, and it's also called tapping. So he used it with me for about 15 minutes working on my mother's death. And I walked away from that appointment being able to tell the story of her death in my mind 
without the emotions there anymore. So to me, that was the first realization that we keep these memories and these emotions stored physically in our body and that we could release them. That is amazing. Now, how do you use that technique today? Well, I don't use it as much today because I kind of moved beyond it. What I've realized over time is what it does, it, it opens up the subconscious mind and it expands our awareness. So I did use it a lot to begin with for years, and I still use it once a week for a group I have. But I went through all my childhood traumas. I wrote them all down and I tapped through one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night until I'd gone through them all. And I found my mind becoming quiet, which was my goal. I wanted inner peace. So it was happening. So I just wanted more and more. So I realized the expansion of awareness, which I I don't know what that meant when I started this journey. You know, we use that word a lot, but I started to become aware of my emotions during the day. And then as I went through this process, just working with it more and more, I became aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions Right, Because we use the words like sadness or anger or frustration. But what we're really describing is the tension that we're holding inside our body. Right, Because we can see when someone's angry by how they're holding themselves. But I wasn't aware of that to begin with. I could not have been aware of those physical sensations when I started this journey because I just wasn't aware. I didn't have that awareness. But as I released layer upon layer of emotion and tension, I became aware of those physical sensations. So then I worked with those, which is like a deeper level. And at that point, I didn't feel like I needed to use EFT as much. That is incredible. Now, while you were going through this process using the EFT, were you doing this hand in hand with your doctor? Or was this something that you were able to do on your own? I did it on my own. I went home that day and I looked online because the person who developed it, Gary Craig, gave it away to to the world for free so you could just look it up online you still can there's many many people out there using this technique I would just warn people if you're going to go online and learn it learn it from one of the original people like maybe Gary Craig and I have a video on my YouTube channel because a lot of people have moved more towards the positive and I know from where I am now where I can sense inside my body that what we want to do is find the negative the darkness, the shadow, we use all those words, mm-hmm. find the negative that's stuck inside of us and release that. And that's what EFT is so powerful in doing. It's finding those feelings, finding that darkness, mm-hmm. letting that stored emotion go. That is incredible. What do you think has been your biggest aha moment along your healing journey? Oh, well, there's many aha moments. The biggest, well, one of them was probably a little bit further down my journey. So right, I've only really talked about the first step. Then I actually started feeling those sensations inside of me and they would shift. They would let go. Once I was aware of them, I could hold my awareness on them, on that tension. Mostly for me, it was fear in my stomach. I would focus on that tension and it would shift. And then I would do it again and again and again, and it would just dissipate. So at some point during that process, I noticed that I could keep my awareness inside my body once the tension had released, which is a little weird. I've never heard about it. And so I actually started doing some research. I believe it's the original meaning of the word insight. 
because I'm actually able to see or sense inside my body. And that was a big aha moment for me because I didn't know what it was and I didn't know what I could do from there on. So I started using that. I started playing. I felt like I was playing. It's like, okay, can I do it again? (laughs) Now that I've done it once, can I do it again? And once I could do it again, what could I do with it? So I started moving my awareness around inside and I noticed that I could find tension or no tension, right? I could actually just differentiate tension from no tension. So I would play with it and I would find a place that had tension, hold my attention on the tension and it would shift, it would release. And as I would do it over and over and over again. And at some point it took many, many months, but I could actually get my awareness inside my head. And once I got my awareness inside my head, this was another shift. It's like, there was so much pain and tension and the forces inside my head, pulling my head out of alignment that I had not been aware of for 50 years at this point. So we live with so much tension inside of us that we really have no idea we're living with. Our awareness is not there. So now I'm at a deeper level of awareness. And so I started working on this a little bit at a time over and over again. And over a period of time, the bones have actually shifted, released into a more aligned position, which is why it was great having those x-rays last year. So that was another point, right? When I actually had the x-rays taken and I have comparison ones from 2013 that shows the changes in my skull bones that this release of inattention has created that blew my mind to actually see those x-rays. And then again, just a few months ago, I had my son measure me and I've grown half an inch as a 55-year-old. That is incredible. So to maybe go another step further in explaining this, when you say that you're holding attention, is this similar to thinking a Reiki healing? Because I'm sure that maybe people are thinking that way. How could you describe it a little bit more? So that we get there with you on this, because this is quite incredible. Right. So I had never heard of this either. So when I'm feeling, sensing inside, the way I try and explain it is imagine you have a toothache or a stomachache. You know where that pain is coming from, right? You're aware of it. But once the pain has gone, you're no longer aware of that exact place where it was. You can't kind of get to where that place was again. I could do that. I could keep my awareness inside my body, which is kind of weird. And then I would just hold my awareness. So imagine, you know, you've you've stubbed your toe or something, right? You know that pain is there. Can you keep your awareness? Can you keep focusing on that place in the body, your toe, where that pain is, right? We, We can kind of imagine what that is. I'm doing this on the inside of my body, and moving around on the inside. So it is, I'm not using my mind. I'm not using my thinking mind to do it. I'm using my sensing mind. So I'm feeling, I'm not thinking. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to lose inches, increase strength, and tone your body from head to toe? 
Are you ready for a total body, mind, and spirit transformation? I am excited to announce that I am launching my exclusive eight-week Pilates Return to Life training program. This will give you an opportunity to have a total body, mind, and spirit transformation of health and wellness to a new lifestyle. Imagine in seven days you will feel a difference, in 14 days you will see a difference, and in eight weeks you will have your new Pilates body. So what do you say? Want to join me on the mat? Head over to jenniferpilates.com today. Space is limited. Use a special promo code EW and the word special, EW special to receive $200 off while space is available. Head on over to jenniferpilates.com and I'll see you on the mat. Now, is this something that you now transfer and practice on other people, or is this something that you teach other people how to use this method? I can show other people how to do it. I don't. I could not have got to where I am now without going through those early phases, right? Using the EFT and feeling your feelings, and I, I talk about it in my book. I talk about the the different stages that I went through, and on my YouTube channel. So anyone else can do this, but it does take dedication. I really, really wanted to change. So I really had that will and desire to do this work and other, anyone else can do that too. What challenges do you feel that you've overcome through the healing processes and the different modalities that you've worked through? Ooh, there's all sorts of things. <laughs> as we let go of tension on the inside, right? As we become more peaceful on the inside, we become more peaceful on the outside. So I'm not as reactionary as I used to be. I'm not as negative, right? One of the fun things for me to experience is once we let go of the negativity, the positive thoughts actually just arise. We don't need to try and think them. They are just there. So that's really, really fun. We actually become lighter too, right? We're actually lightening our burden. I think it's part of the enlightenment process is that releasing of the burden and actually feeling lighter, right? Being able to laugh more, to smile more easily. That is really fun to me because I actually felt heavy. I remember feeling really held down, weighed down for so many years. And that's really fun to have had that change. And one of the fun things that has happened fairly recently is I know that our skull is our echo chamber for our voice. So I had so much tension in my skull. I used to have migraines for many, many years. I had migraines, but I've been releasing that tension over and over. So I can actually sing notes now that I couldn't sing before. So it's actually fun for me to sing in the shower or the car more so than before because my voice has actually changed. That's incredible. This is just so amazing. What advice would you give to others who are attempting to recover from traumatic incidents or trauma that they've experienced, you know, as a young child? Well, I would encourage people, you know, the first thing to do is actually just to become aware of your emotions during the day and not get caught up in them. And that in itself is not an easy step. It takes practice to do and awareness to do. Um, but also learning something like EFT. For me, I actually had, when I went home and learned how to do it, 
I practiced it. I actually had an experience with my cat, 17-year-old cat. We were told he was his kidneys were starting to fail and he needed to have a daily saline shot. So the first time I gave him one, I was so scared. My hand was shaking so much. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to do this every day because it was just too much for me. So I tapped about it. I tapped about my hand shaking. I tapped about my fear of hurting him. And I tapped about all my memories from injections because I'd had very many over the years. And the next day, the needle just slid right in. There was no fear left inside of me. And that's when I realized that the freedom is on the other side of the emotions, right? If I can get to the other side of that fear, that's freedom and that's where I want to be. So knowing that, right, having an experience of that, so maybe learning EFT and tapping on something that's fairly simple mm-hmm. so that you can see that the freedom's on the other side and then, then, it, then you just know that those feelings and those emotions are just stuck inside of us It's just energy that we've held inside and it wants to be released. We just have to give it an opportunity to be released. And that's what this work does. I love that you use that example because some people may just be thinking of like a horrific traumatic event and, and that is, and I feel for you, I've been through that with my senior kitty. So I told, I was giving shots every day for years. I totally understand. And it is, it's very traumatic. I would have never thought about tapping about that. So I love that you gave something that is traumatic for us to go through as fur baby parents, but at the same time may not be as traumatic as dealing with a loved one's passing so that people can see that difference there and that variation. I've had a lot of success with using tapping. Never would have thought to use it for that though. And I'm really glad that you gave that because you can, it can be something simple and it doesn't have to be something big. And I think Absolutely. that right, yeah. people need to understand that, and maybe you can share a little bit more on this. When you're going through the tapping process, there are emotions that come up. They're supposed to come up so that they can just be released, but we don't want people to think that through tapping, they're going to go into the rabbit hole of darkness either. So will you kind of walk people through that? Yeah. And you know, what I found over the years is that you really only shown as much as your able to handle at any time so it's layer upon layer right if I had been aware of all that tension inside my head 10 years ago I could not have borne that pain and those forces but over the years I was actually you know my awareness expanded and when I was ready to deal with it I was shown it right so as we're walking through some traumatic event that happened we have emotions to work on So with my mother's experience, my mother's death, the first time I worked through it, and I'm I'm just actually guessing here because I can't remember the specifics, the details, but I imagine that I just talked about finding her in the bathroom and the fear and everything that happened then. And then what you do is you walk through the whole story, tap through the emotions as they come up. Then you go back to the beginning of the story again. And as you do that, more details come up more specifics come up and more emotions come up and you just walk through the story again and then you bring it back to the beginning and you do it again. So eventually I would get to the place where I remembered that when I woke up in the morning, it was quiet and my mother always had the radio going. So even that was a sign that something was wrong, but it wasn't necessarily something I picked up on the first time. I had to get rid of those surface emotions Mm -hmm. first and then come back and do it again. 
Wow. Now, do you feel when, when you were going through your process, and we'll call them maybe rounds of EFT, tapping through that, was this a month's process, a year's process? How did that, that timing go for you with that healing? Well, I started out just using it daily. I started just becoming aware of my emotions during the day. So maybe I would only become aware of them once during the day at that point, and I would tap. But over time, I would notice it more and more. So I would do it more and more during the day. But I noticed things changing. I noticed myself getting better. And that's when I wrote down all my childhood. I don't call them traumas necessarily, but every emotional memory that I could think of from childhood. And it was three or four pages of memories. So I worked through them one each day. So that was multiple months process. And then, you know, even then I would go on, it opens up the subconscious mind. So memories will come to mind like later on that had been hidden before because you weren't ready to see them. So then I would just keep going. So yeah, over the years, I've just, it's actually been about 15, 16, 17 years since I started this process. And it was quite a few years before it's actually able to put my awareness inside my body. And so now do you feel that years later, has anything come back up, you know, specifically surrounding the incident with your mom passing? Or is it really just not there? It's just a story. It's just words now. Yeah. And that's what this does. It frees up those words, those memories, so that they don't, they're not triggers inside anymore. So at this point, I'm actually, I will actually go out of my way to find triggers. I will watch the news. I want to know what's happening inside of me so that I can actually get to deeper levels of healing. Mm -hmm. And if something does trigger me, I have a 19 year old son who does mountain biking. And so I, when I go and watch him, I use that as an experience to feel inside and, and to let go so that I can actually become peaceful at a deeper level. And working inside, I'm still doing that. So I'm actually working inside my bones, inside my tooth roots. I'm holding my awareness inside there and letting the tension go, which I think is subconscious programming. I think I'm letting go of subconscious programming at this point. Right. And to be so open about saying, I'm looking for things to trigger me. Meanwhile, everyone else in the world right now is triggered 24 seven and, and everyone is looking for triggers because she just is so peaceful. How do we get there? How can we get our listeners to this place of peace or to any place of peace right now? It takes doing this work. It takes becoming aware of us being triggered right rather than staying triggered right become aware that you're triggered and then do something about it because I think that we're signals right and every our signal in the moment is what we're attracting into our future so if we're triggered right now if we're in fear right now then we're attracting that feeling of fear back into our future so if we want that to change we need to come to peace now so we can do this work even taking a deep breath right, is going to relax us more. It's going to change our signal in the moment. And that itself changes our future, I believe. I love that. So right along the lines of the law of attraction. Absolutely. Yes. I, I use the law of attraction as a tool. I'm, I'm not talking about manifesting, manifesting things. I'm just talking about every day that we're emitting a signal and we're attracting back into our future based on that signal. And because I now know how much tension we store inside of ourselves from our past, that I believe is the biggest part of the signal. So do you think maybe that we're here 
to go through these experiences in a ch- as a child because there's a lot of people that don't remember their childhood and maybe this is how we release them and maybe you don't need to know what you're releasing but you're still releasing the emotions does that make sense yeah I didn't remember most of my childhood not at all so this this process actually allows you to remember it right because we, we suppress it because it's things happen that we don't want to look back at. So then, you know, that's part of this process is actually having to look back at that. You don't have to start at the hardest things. You can start at the easy things, but it does. It, it's it's all stored inside of us. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's stored as dis-ease inside of our connective tissue, right? So as we're doing this work, even with EFT, where we're just tapping on the body as we're talking through something, I believe that is even releasing at the physical level it's releasing dis-ease inside of ourselves absolutely to the listener out there who may say well and this sounds all great but I think I'm at peace I don't think I have any triggers what do you say to that listener I say that we're probably just not aware of them yeah we, we suppressed it all so much and we're not aware now that also means that those people may not be willing to do this work, right? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I I do believe that the more trauma we have in our childhood, the greater our capacity for spiritual growth, but we also have more will, right? We also want to do it because we've been in that dark place and we don't want to go back there. So this will actually allow us to move further in the other direction. But people who've had a really calm, peaceful, loving, happy childhood They don't have the will necessarily to do this work. Mm -hmm. So to someone who then says, what if I don't understand the difference between a trigger and an annoyance? Then you just tap on being an annoyance. It's whatever. You're actually finding your truth in the moment, right? So um, it's not always easy to find our truth in the moment because we hide it and because we don't think we should be thinking some things that we are thinking, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're really hating something or someone, we think, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. I'm not supposed to hate. So I say, find that hate, right? Tap it out. I would much rather have that hate be gone from my body than have it sitting inside of me as part of my signal and attracting into the future. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's, it's tricky to do. It gets easier over time to actually find your truth. Mm -hmm. Do you feel for someone who wants to try and wants to watch your videos, read your book, what would you suggest would be a good protocol, a good program, a good way to start for consistency so that you can help someone see results? I would say start with learning EFT. That's what I have in my book. I have the steps and the details on EFT and what I did, right? So what you can do. And it goes, you know, you can get as deep as you want to go, but as your awareness expands, right? So I'm very aware at a deep deep level now, I'm aware of the tension inside of us from a single word or a single thought, right? So I could actually tap at this point on just a word and I know it would be releasing. So you you can get as deep as you want, but you wouldn't start there. But I do have those in my book. I have actually a list of trigger words that someone could work on. Perfect. And tell us what the title of your book is. It's called A Pathway to Insight. And where can our readers find your book and get in touch with you to find out more about your work? Sure. My book's on Amazon, or you can ask your local store to order it. I have a website, anhints.com, and you can actually see the x-rays on there. 
And I also have the x-rays in a video on my YouTube channel. And I have a public Facebook page that I love to explain things on and I'm happy to interact. Thank you for sharing that, Anne. Well, we are getting to this time in the show where I ask this one pressing question. Are you ready, Anne? I am. Okay. What is one thing that no one knows about Anne? <laughs> okay. Not many people know this. Um, when I was nine to 11, kind of eight to 11, I actually lived in Hong Kong and I went to the same school that Anita Morjani went to if anyone knows her. And while I was there, there were actually a couple of twins there, identical twins. They were the first identical twins I'd ever met. And their names were Simon and Duncan. So this is like a fun extension to that story. So when I was then 15, we lived in Bahrain, which is a little island 4,000 miles from Hong Kong. And I was with my mother and she wanted to go to this little tiny local store there in Bahrain. It's an Arabic Arabian store. And I walked around the corner and there was Simon and Duncan. <laughs> oh, wow. That blew my mind. Just amazing. That is quite amazing. So you've lived, it sounds like, quite quite a lot around the world. Yeah. Yeah. We moved to Barbados when I was six months, then to Sierra Leone in West Africa, then Hong Kong, then Bahrain. Yeah. Do you have a favorite place out of all the places that you've lived? I loved Hong Kong because I loved the food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chinese food, really the original, authentic Chinese food mm -hmm. is amazing. Mm, delicious, delicious. Well, Anne, I cannot thank you enough for being here today and sharing your incredible stories and your insights that I know are going to help so many of our listeners around the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been great. Oh, so wonderful. Well, everyone, all of Anne's information will be in our show notes over on jenniferpilates.com. So you can hop over there. You can find out her website, her Facebook page, where to grab her book and learn more about EFT. Thank you again, Anne. And as we say, until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Empowered Within with Jennifer Pilates. Your feedback is important. It helps me to connect with you and gives me insight into who you are and what you're enjoying about the show. For today's show notes and discount codes from today's sponsors, head over to jenniferpilates.com. Until next time, may you live an empowered life from within.